a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump has given approval to a Senate Judiciary Committee request to open a supplemental background investigation for Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. Republican Senator Jeff Flake of Arizona said a background investigation might help to bring some unity to the process. This country's being ripped apart here, and, and we've got to make sure that we do due diligence. I think this committee has done a good job, but I do think that we can uh, have a short pause. And about a week, he says, for the investigation to take place before the full Senate votes on Kavanaugh's confirmation. Speaking at the United Nations, the Chinese foreign minister said through an interpreter, China supports the Iran nuclear deal. If the agreement fails to be implemented, the international non-proliferation regime will be undermined. The And that word from the Chinese foreign minister yesterday through an interpreter at the U.N. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night? Or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis? You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com. TwinCitiesTuitions.com has been helping families for over seven years get into the school of their dreams. We have placed over 90 kids into private education, including Stacy's son. I have to say that this was an answer to prayer. This program made it possible for my son to transition into ninth grade into a wonderful school. Dealing with the station, particularly Alyssa, has been such a... A blessing. Education is one of the most important decisions that you can make as a parent. The difference that I've seen in, in my son in a Christian education is a confidence that can only come from Jesus Christ. He stands firm in the truth. He knows what he believes, and he's going to know that, that Jesus is the answer. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is 1440. My watch just... I looked at it to check the time, and I've got the the weather app on it. It said snow showers. You are in that uh, that part of the state that I did see last night that they said could maybe see some light snow. So welcome to Winter King, and Merry Christmas to you. Come on, man. <laughs> We're not even done with the baseball season. Tis the season, my man. Tis yeah, the season. Yeah, yeah. well... All right, welcome back, King Banyan Show. 
This is 1440 651 289 4477, the number to call. Questions, comments? 651 289 4477. I swallowed the five. Let's try it one more time. 651 289 4477. There, hit it right the third time. Third team All American. That's what they call me. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a joke from putting. Uh, anyway, uh, I am. Uh, I, I thank you for the conversation on Twitter, by the way, at pound KBRS, Don, for talking about you would be great to see median. I was talking a, a couple segments ago about uh, average wealth in the country. And 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 Don's absolutely right to say what you'd really want to see is median. Unfortunately, that that data doesn't come out from the Federal Reserve because they don't have distribution data. They just have they just have uh, total flow of funds data. So you can do a division, but you can't figure out where, where to put them. Uh, I the census does do something like, like that, but it's not it's not as good as what I think um um uh, uh it's not as good as I'd hoped it would be. Anyway, um uh, thank, thank you for listening. Yes, the Federal Reserve raised rates. We should probably talk about that a little bit. I'm, I had I didn't lead the show with it because it's like not really news. I mean, we kind of knew that this was what they were going to do. This is what they've signaled. And the biggest news, and I thought about writing a piece, and I realized as well, I didn't think it was that big big a deal. And so, and I just want to read you a, a paragraph from the very end of Chairman Powell's statement in the news conference that came right afterward. It's the only thing that I read that I thought was, oh, that's kind of interesting. Readers of the FOMC statement likely noted that the committee dropped a sentence that indicated that, quote, the stance of monetary policy remains accommodative. This change does not signal any change in the likely path of policy. Instead, is it, a sig- it is a sign that policy is proceeding in line with our expectations. We still expect, as our statement says, further gradual increases in the target range for the federal funds rate, and this expectation is reflected in the projections that I just discussed. So that was, that was an important statement for him to make, because what he wanted to say, what, he, what he's trying to say is, we're on this path, and that statement about being accommodative was just a statement of where we were along the path. It didn't, wasn't to signal a change in the path. So this is why I've said that the Federal Reserve's, the Federal Reserve's stance has a few more rate increases in it, and they've projected that. And I, I, I think if you are... If you're in an interest rate sensitive area or if you have investments that are interest rate sensitive, I would think you're, the market would be, that the market would be expecting that the Fed funds rate by the middle of next year will be around 3%. I think if you're betting on much less than that, you're perhaps in for a surprise sometime early next year. Don't be surprised. This is why you listen to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440 so that we... We take surprises out for you. We might not be, um, might not be uh, where we go. But might not be uh, everything you wanted, but at least you won't be surprised by it, and you can react to it. So, the very first question that gets asked afterwards by Nick Timoros and at at the Wall Street Journal uh, says basically, "I want to know what you think about ending the tightening cycle." 
how will you know when to stop? Uh, he said, and Powell notes that, that, you know, we've been raising rates for three years and we've moved quite gradually. Uh, and so we're, we're moving so gradually that I think it limits the, okay, because, because people will worry about the fact that we might raise rates and then stop, but we'll have gone too far already. What what Powell told them, and in, in, in there were like three other questions, and I, I read all 29 pages of the transcript. They're looking for, to see whether or not there were, were quotes that I might add. There was audio that I might ask Ross to pull, but it was also, I was reading it late last night. Um, I, and, my, and my reaction was, first of all, I, I, if I was going to pull one or two things, I'd have ended up pulling six or seven, and we didn't have enough time to cut that all up. But the other thing that I would have that I would have seen and said about about this is, they pretty much keep going over the same question, and the question is, when are you going to stop? I'll remind you, looking at you, to get the answer to that, you have to look at the statement of projections and forecasts that the Fed issues these are the these are the forecasts that are given by each member of the federal open market committee both the voting and the non-voting members so that's 19 people minus those who have yet to be the governors that were still waiting to get approved by the by the senate and so that i think they're at 17 right now that are that are actually giving giving projections they still expect in the long run the 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 rate will be 3% on the Fed funds rate. But there are those who are saying we're going to have to go past 3% for a while because they expect inflation to go above the long-range 2% target long enough that they're going to have to react to it. So you should not discount the possibility, and, and Powell does not say to them, we're going to 3% and stopping, he says to them, we're moving and we're moving so gradually that we're pretty sure we'll know when to stop when we get there. We'll know to stop when we see where we're supposed to stop. We think we have the signals in place to, to make that work. Now, I don't know that that's true or not. I do not think in a market where you've, the tight, last tightening cycle was in 2004-2005. I would argue that financial markets are sufficiently different from that period that the reliability of your tools... Remember, what's forecasting? It says, it says this today looks like a today that happened so many, so many days ago. Therefore, tomorrow will look like whatever happened the day after that last, that last observation. So if you think... If you think about the tightening cycle in 2005-2006 at the Fed and you say, well, we can just go we can just forecast what happens through that. Well, remember what happened in 2005-2006. We had a lot of bad housing loans that that went bust all of a sudden kind of all at once added to added to um, a a lot of a, a lot of debt that people didn't realize. Nobody I can't say nobody. There were very few people who expected that the housing crisis would would cost that balance sheet that we were talking about in the previous hour 
that it would cost that balance sheet a trillion dollars of wealth. Very few people thought housing was going to go down by that much. And then the, then the financial crisis removed a whole lot more out of that. But the initial hit was to housing, and the initial hit was in excess of a trillion dollars. And a, de- and a decrease of, your, of housing wealth of a trillion dollars is significant enough to get people to change behavior. So, so as you read through this, okay, um, uh, the, the second question, and I wanted to get to this one too because it actually was referenced by uh, one of our Twitter followers, uh, uh, another follower named Narnfan, who comes through, of course, you know that the King Banyan Show is part of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Be sure to listen to our good friend Mitch Berg, who over on our sister station, AM twelve eighty, The Patriot, next at one o'clock. Uh, he'll be back. And my guess is, my guess is, if you 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 were, we just are trying to train you. If you're listening for politics, if you want to listen to politics, this isn't. The, you've come to the wrong show. This isn't that show. Mitch's show, he does that stuff. You can go go listen to him. All right. It's OK. If you want to go away and come back, go go listen to him at one o'clock because this isn't what you were looking for. It's all right. But if you want to stick around and learn something about economics, hang around because we're going to do a little teaching about externalities here during during this hour. But this particular point that I that I'm trying to make about what the Fed did is it was exactly it was exactly what we expected them to do. There was no surprise in this. Okay, now, as Narnfan pointed out, President Trump wasn't happy. So a few hours after after uh, uh, Jay Powell um, uh, speaks to uh, the financial people, uh, we get uh, President Trump giving. I was that really a scheduled news conference, or was that kind of an impromptu thing? I don't know. I I I walked into the gym. Got on, got on a, a an arc trainer and looked up, and I see him talking, and I see I see the press, and realize, oh, this isn't a speech. He's actually taking questions. I didn't hear this question live, but apparently someone asked him, someone asked him something about uh, about the Fed's decision, and his response was, "We're doing great as a country. Unfortunately, they just raised interest rates because we are doing so well. I'm not happy about that." I'd rather pay down debt or do other things, create more jobs. So I'm worried about the fact that they seem to like raising interest rates. Um, and as Narnfan pointed out, you can't get much clearer about what you think of monetary policy than that. I will say, you know, he usually speaks with his characteristic bluntness, but says the very same things that Reagan and Bush and Clinton and Obama have said. They don't like it. Well, Obama never had to get through an interest rate raising exercise. He, he saw exactly one rate increase in his entire eight years. So we don't have any experience with him, but I can tell you the Clintons didn't like re- interest rate increases. Um, read read any of the any of the histories uh, uh, of uh, Greenspan, like Maestro, and you will see that he, that uh, uh, he got a lot of flack from uh, the from the Clinton Treasury for raising rates in the late in the late nineties. Um, 
and you will you will also see so this is not an unusual thing it's just that he speaks with that bluntness and is open about it whereas usually you do that through back channels Clint, uh, uh mr trump is not interested in back channels i'm i'm or or what he says in a back channel he he doesn't he he doesn't hide when he gets in front of a stage Not any surprise. So when he's asked about that, what does what does he say back? He says, Powell says, we've been given a really important job to do on behalf of the American people by Congress. By Congress. Did you see that? The Federal Reserve Act is an act of Congress. There is, there is nothing that President Trump can do, even in terms of... He, he, Okay, the president can't fire the chair of the Fed. That's part of its independence. We've been given the tools to do it. My colleagues and I are focused on carrying out that mission. We consider the best thinking, the best theory, and the best evidence. We have disparate points of view, which we debate extensively and come to a perspective and try to set monetary policy to achieve maximum employment in a context of price stability. That's what we do. We don't consider political factors or things like that. So that's who we are, that's what we do, and that's just the way it's always going to be for us. The man understands the independence of the Fed and says, I'm going to defend that independence, and if you want to change it, it takes an act of Congress, and you can absolutely go ahead and do that. And, and on that score, I would say Mr. Powell has the better argument. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. It takes a lot of courage to face your own death, but I'm glad I finally did. See, I was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family, even though I knew it was important. Then my neighbor's husband died. I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? 
I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away. So I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-458-3263. That's 1-800-458-3263. 1-800-458-3263. This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. One problem with politics today is that people are putting the cart before the horse. They're putting their ideology before facts and truth. Ideology is a set of beliefs, but is no substitute for facts and truth. Before people had even heard from Judge Kavanaugh or his accuser, they were already saying, I believe him or I believe her. Let's face it, that was based on ideology, not facts. Some time back, the president's lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, got caught up in this confusion when he said, truth isn't truth. The late Senator Daniel Patrick Moynihan wisely said, you are entitled to your own opinions, but you are not entitled to your own facts. There is truth, and we will all be better off when we begin searching for it first, not after we decide what we believe. I'm David Davenport. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Up next on The King Banyan Show, Dr. Banyan drinks coffee and describes the scene outside his office window. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Business fourteen forty. Good, to, good to be with you. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. The number to call. Questions and comments here on the King Banyan Show. I'm still looking for those snow showers. I haven't, I haven't actually seen them. I've looked out the window two or three times, and they are not here yet. So you know why the heck is that? The apps aren't always as trustworthy as you think they would be. I went to a 4th of July parade this year, King. That didn't happen because it was just pouring. But while we were looking at our apps, it said like 60% chance of rain. Meanwhile, it was raining so much that the sewer system couldn't take all the water, and it said like rain in 10 minutes. And I'm like, no, rain right now. <laughs> I... I, I... Do you get into arguments with people about uh, uh, what's the best weather app for your phone? No, I actually don't. It, okay, so this is probably a good starting point. Do you believe there is a better weather app for your phone? I have fine, I have just recently picked up one. Uh, I, I don't want to really talk about it online, but I, it's okay. I because, on air. Because generalities. I, I, in general, generalities, your phone has GPS on it. Right, so your phone knows exactly where you are, which is a scary thing in some regards. But terrifying, but, but terrifying. But on the other hand, one thing you could do with it is have it tell you the weather exactly where you are. Supposedly, that Apple Weather app on on your iPhone does that, but I find it I find it disturbingly inaccurate. Look for ones that have that have the ability to know, you know, it's a little scary, but I turn on the GPS so that this one app knows the address of where I am so that it knows whether or not I'm on the east side or west side of St. Cloud and actually gives me a gives me a forecast for the particular point where I am at the time. 
mean, I found it to be remarkably accurate. And I, I, I wonder, I mean, Paul Douglas used to, used to have one of these, one of these types of applications that was web-based that, okay. that I thought was fabulous. Um, and, and, and now that I found an equivalent for it, I'll, I'll shoot. I'll text it to you during the during the next break. But uh, yeah, please do. But but I I absolutely I absolutely love it. Uh, that that rainstorm that that blew through on the golf course on 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 Friday a week ago when when you know my phone buzzed ten minutes beforehand. Rain in the next ten minutes, and 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 sure enough, in that case, it was like within three minutes, boom, down it came. And I mean. I mean, it was biblical in proportions. We have had so. a lot of soakers this summer, King. I mean, not it's not like that steady rain. It seems almost as if every time it rains, it just pours, which has been incredible. And I know you you felt the brunt of that, and I hope everything's going well with that too. Sure did. So so hey, I just a, just a quick reminder, just to uh, just to uh, just in case you you've not heard the Battleground Talkers tour, want to make sure that you're aware. Uh, the dinner is sold out, as best I can tell. It doesn't look like there's any way I can buy a, buy a seat for that anymore. Yeah, that but is that is correct. But tickets still I, remain for the rest. Yeah, you can come. You can come and listen to uh, Dennis Prager, Michael Medved, and Larry Elder. It's my first chance to meet Larry Elder. I will be there. I cannot wait. Um, I also always enjoy seeing seeing uh, Dennis at these events. Uh, it's a it's a it's a great opportunity. Michael Medved. I don't know if I've seen Medved in a few years, so it's good to see him back in in the uh, in the Minnesota area. Uh, that's this is on October 25th, starting at seven o'clock at the Radisson Blue in uh, Bloomington, uh, Minnesota. Uh, starting at seven o'clock, general admission is just twenty bucks, but if you want to come sit near the front and uh, and not bring your binoculars, then that will be thirty nine dollars for that. Um, Tickets available, just go on to am1280thepatriot.com or our site at twincitiesbusinessradio.com. Look for the Battleground Talkers Tour banner. Give it a click. Get a tick. And, uh, and yeah, I just made that up. And uh, you, can, you, can be, you, can, you can be there with us, and we'll, we'll, we'll see you there. That'll be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. 651-289-4477, number to call with questions or comments. I just would point out the next day, just before I leave, uh, 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 Chair Powell uh, from from his speech. And the next day, he spoke at uh, the Rhode Island Business Leaders Day. Uh, it, he spoke he spoke to a group of uh, business leaders um, from Rhode Island the next day, and uh, off the website at the uh, at the at federalreserve.gov. Uh, we got a copy of his remarks and it included these sentences. As the economy has gained strength, the Fed has gradually returned has been gradually returning interest rates closer to the levels that are normal in a healthy economy. We took another step on that path yesterday with a quarter point increase in short-term rates. These rates remain low and my colleagues and I believe that this gradual return to normal is helping to sustain this strong economy for the longer-run benefit of all Americans. Now, in the sequence of things, he gave, his, he gave his remarks to the financial press after the FOMC statement came out. Then President Trump gives his, gives his press conference at the UN and critiques or criticizes uh, interest rate increases. And the next day, 
Powell speaks to this group and makes sure this these rates remain low, and my colleagues and I believe that this gradual return to normal is helping to sustain this strong economy for the longer-run benefit of all Americans. So I think that's a, that falls in the category of, I heard you, buddy. I heard you, President Trump, but you're wrong. We're raising rates, and we think it's the right thing to do, and you'll have to talk to Congress or, or something else. Again, you, can't, you cannot remove. You can, okay, I'm sure President Trump will think, if he was to say something much stronger, you would think that uh, the president would try to remove him. But the, the nature of the relationship between the Federal Reserve and the executive branch is that the Fed, that, that the is somewhat modeled on what happens uh, with judges at, at the district appellate or supreme level is it's it's not a lifetime appointment, but once they're put in place, there is not a mechanism by which by which uh, the president can remove a central bank chair. The Federal Reserve in that way is more independent than, say, the Bank of Japan or even, or even the, the Bank of England, where um, the, tr- the, the, Depart- the Treasury Secretary or the, the Treasury Secretary in both countries or the, the Chancellor of the Exchequer in, in Britain um, can simply remove a central bank chair and, and, and replace them with somebody else. It's worth noting that, that in the United States, the system we have gives, the, gives independence to that central banker such that they can't be removed. So, honestly, President Trump can, can be clear about his wishes and, the, and Jay Powell can be clear about his wishes and Jay Powell gets gets to pretty much do what he wants. If he doesn't, if, if the Congress doesn't like it, they can change the law. But the executive branch can't do it on its own. It's a value of our uh, it's a value of our system of, of of government and a value of what of what's in the uh, original Federal Reserve Act of 1913. It was never imagined that they would be removed. And as we talked about two weeks ago when we were talking about uh, Hamilton, that feature is there in no small part because of our memories of the first and second banks of the United States and our memories of, of Alexander Hamilton and Andrew Jackson. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Step into Chet's Shoes, where good old-fashioned customer service is always in style. Check us out today for a custom-fitting and friendly one-on-one assistance. Chet's takes the time to get to know you and your job so that we can find you just the right boot. Our friendly staff knows the products we are selling and will never pressure you to buy anything. We've been finding people the appropriate footwear for over 70 years. In a world where people hide behind avatars and get lost in the aisles of a big box store, find friendly faces at Chet's who know and stand behind the products they sell. That's why if the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. 
This week on Money Matters with Al and Mike, it's everybody's favorite topic, life insurance. This will be information you've most likely never heard before. Al and Mike will be sharing strategies to maximize the impact of using life insurance, not only for your heirs, but for you as well. It'll be eye-opening as you learn how to use this often misunderstood and underutilized tool. Al and Mike have solutions and strategies for you. Listen to Money Matters with Al and Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on Business 1440, or call 855-231-6010. When I found out I was pregnant, I panicked. I was afraid, feeling pressured. I didn't know what else to do. I was nine weeks along and didn't know there were other options. I didn't know the baby already had a beating heart. I didn't know there were couples waiting to adopt. I called the confidential hotline and learned the facts. I found an option that both my baby and I can live with. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call one 800 366-7773 or check us out on the web prolifeacrossamerica.org Prolife Across America is educational, non-political and tax deductible Hi, this is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders I don't have one thing in my life that I can boast about every single thing that is good is a direct result of Christ's salvation in my life. Matthew uh, is one that you might be talking to if you call our number. He's my son-in-law. We've established a great relationship over the past few years, and we pray that that might continue as he serves in the capacity of, of running the office. Well, when someone calls, usually I just try to see what their needs are, and whether it's estimating for gutters or a roof or a repair if the roof is leaking. My focus is just always on trying to honor God in how I interact with people. You know, I just try not to add anything or subtract anything from what the Lord would have us do. I'm really excited to be fielding your calls today and talking to you about the needs you might have on your roof or gutters. For a free and obviously no obligation estimate, contact us by phone at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. Coming up on the King Banyan Show, King takes on cultural luminaries like Chuck Barris, Rick Moranis, and Ed Morrissey. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Business 1440. Oh, it's nice. She said it's cold outside. That sounds like a coffee sip right there. That was a coffee sip. I just needed one more. And actually, just to listen to that. I currently serve as a chair of a, of a trust that runs the local uh, big theater here, in, in, which is a city-owned theater, but uh, there's a, a, a trust that operates the theater, and uh, I'm currently chair of the board of it. I've been on this board for about eight years. And our big fundraising event was last night, and it was great to go. It was, it's great to see folks coming out, supporting arts, supporting, uh, supporting the theater. It's a beautiful place, the Paramount. Um, it was built uh, in 1921 and still maintains this beautiful Art Deco um, architecture on its on the walls of the theater. It's it's just fabulous. We have visual arts there. We've got uh, we 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 were treated to having at every table at the dinner um, 
a new piece of uh, pottery in the form of a vase that held uh, flower arrangements and so on. Guess who was our act in the theater for everybody who came? The Revolution. Of course, without Prince. But it was the rest of the band. That's pretty cool. It was really cool. place was filled. Uh, uh, I think I think we sold out the theater. We were we were about eighty tick. It's about an eight hundred seat theater, and we were about we were about seventy to eighty tickets short on Wednesday of a of a sellout. And I actually talked to four people who bought their tickets within the last twenty four hours, and so I'm hopeful that we got very close to a sellout, which is just awesome. And uh, it was a good act, but I, I I have to admit I've reached that age where after about 30 minutes of hearing them, uh, of hearing a band play at the decibel levels they play in, in, a, in a theater of that size, I wanted out of there just because my head hurt. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm afraid of, I, I, I'm, I'm fearing, I'm fearing the fact that I, I might reach the point where I become one of those people who's too old to go to a theater until you get so old that you can just turn the hearing aids down. And then, and and then it's like, what do you mean? I can't hear a thing. Doesn't matter to me, right? Oh, it was, but they they're really good. I th- I just thought uh, the the musicality of that band is really amazing. It's a reminder that uh, that Prince not only was was a gifted artist in his own right, but he put together just a, a a really great band that wanted to play with him. And I'm 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 fascinated by the fact that they. They continue to tour in, in without them. They were in uh, Detroit Lakes two nights ago. Apparently, just sold out up there, and then were here last night. Um, oh, and one more thing: they don't come in to do their own sound checks. I never have heard of this before, but basically, they 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 pay people to do the sound check for them. And so <laughs> Wait, when what? they walk, seriously, yeah, they pay people to do the sound check. So they do not come out and test their own instruments. Okay, that's very interesting. I'm not sure. I've ever... never heard that before. Right, right. I, I that was the most. Fa- the, 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 our, our director, our, our theater director, told me that last night, and I was like, "Are you serious?" He says, "Yeah, they're kind of a big deal." I said, "I know they're a big deal, but I would think I'd want to know how my instrument sounds in a theater before I go out to play it." Well, you know how high I hold Paul McCartney, and you know, in yeah. whatever you want to call it, ranking musicians, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, he does his own sound checks. He's done them for years. I've heard them. Yeah. That's crazy. I, I've never, I've never seen that. I, I'm not they saying it's bad, King. Thing. I just that's interesting. I don't know. I I thought that was interesting, and I and maybe I'm giving away a deep dark secret with that, and we'll and we'll never. But my guess is that my guess is we'll never pass this way again, so to speak. So uh, it's okay. <laughs> but I I thought it was I thought it was funny uh, that. That you know, it's like you know, because I'm thinking to myself, how do, you know, in the back of my head, what am I thinking? I'm thinking to myself, okay, I was just talking about how I want to work till I'm 75. I'm thinking to myself, well, I could do that. I mean, I can't play on stage to get people to pay me money, but I could play on stage enough that you could do a sound check. How do I get that job? Craigslist. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's it. That's Craigslist. When the what do you do? I'm a professional uh, sound checker. Oh, yeah. what is that? Oh, I just play somebody else's equipment to make sure it sounds good. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, this is hilarious. Um, anyway, I just I just going through uh, 
the news that's out there uh, and, and so on. You've, you've seen, you know, again, we've seen that the, 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 the moves by the Fed are increasingly, I think, moving the, the short-term interest rate. I, I would tell you that if you really want to watch what's happening with, uh, with whether or not what the Fed is doing is ha- causing any problems, the thing to look for is going to be where are we in terms of the in terms of the 10-year treasury rate which is now which is now up above which is now up above uh, uh, on the 10-year treasury is now up above uh, 3% and is moving higher keeps moving higher it's now the 200 the 200 day uh, moving average uh, exponential moving average is is now at 2.8 percent. If the 50-day is is a, is at uh, 2.93, that number probably needs to move toward three and a half and toward four over the next nine months. And I think that's why you're seeing that mortgage rates have begun have state have begun to crawl up, and you're seeing refinancing in markets beginning to decline because I think people have real. I think everybody that wanted to refinance their house has done so. That has freed up a lot of a lot of disposable income, discretionary income to be used um, for consumer purchases, and it's increased the confidence that consumers have in the economy. And so I think this rise in interest rates that's coming is probably not as big a deal this late in the cycle because I think all the refinancing had enough time to happen, and that deleveraging we talked about in the last hour has happened as well. So... I'm going to leave that topic. We're going to transition to to another to to one more topic that I just can't get away from. I can't seem to quit Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. As much as I try, I try to delete every piece of every piece in my uh, my blog feed uh, that tells me about her. But I can't seem to quite get away from her. And this clip came uh, about ten to twelve days ago. I don't remember exactly the show this was on. Did we did we mark that? Um, I could probably dig it up for you. I just don't have it right now at the okay. moment. Other than I do okay. have the clip, I just don't know the show. Okay, we'll, well, okay. So let's let's check that and give them give them the context at, at the break. But this was an answer to a question basically about how to pay for all all the Medicare for all proposals and other proposals that she talks about, in which she says it which the host says you've offered you've offered some ideas for how you would pay for it but the the bill for medicare for all is about 40 okay was about 40 trillion dollars and your proposals to raise revenue only come out to 2 trillion or so and so this was this was Anderson Cooper this was so she's on CNN with Anderson Cooper because again she is she is politician flavor of the month right now and so we're, we're so she shows up on all these shows and she says things that just are are breathtaking in the lack of knowledge for someone that supposedly has a degree in economics from a from a very reputable East Coast institution. I believe she went to Boston University. I had a nephew go to Boston University. He's very bright and seemed very well trained. He did not take economics or any other social science. Uh, he wants to be a writer, and, and, and there's a great communications program at BU that he went to. Um, so, so we'll see this. But let's, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause this as we go along. So, so uh, Ross, just be there on the, on the stop-go button, and let's just start this up, please. 
$40 trillion is quite a bit of money. Uh, and the, the taxes that you talked about raising to pay for this, to pay for your agenda, only count for two. And I'm, I'm, we're going by left-leaning uh, analysts. Right. Well, when you look again at, again, how our health care works, currently we pay m- much of these costs go into the private sector. So what we see is, for example... Stop. You- they go into the private sector. You seem to say that, Ms. Ocasio-Cortez, like that's a problem. They go into the private sector in many countries. They go into the private... They go... Okay... Are you proposing that we should actually have so Medicare for all would still have payments that go into the private sector? That wouldn't change. The place where the payments go into the public sector, that's called the United Kingdom. That's called the National Health Service. Is that what you're proposing? I I, I don't understand that point. Continue, please. You know, a year ago, I was working downtown in a restaurant. I, I went around and I asked how many of you folks have health insurance. Not a single person did because these, they were paying, they would have had to have paid $200 a month. Stop. Uh, for Why would they have had to pay $200 a month? Answer. Okay. The answer is, A, they were required to buy health insurance under the Affordable Care Act. Which meant that, which meant that they could be charged large, high rates. Two, under the Affordable Care Act, if you're earning the wages of the of an average uh, restaurant server, now New York City is a quite different place. The average restaurant server might make seventy-five to eighty thousand dollars a year because the bills are high, therefore the tips are high. And so that person might be making that much, but let's suppose they're making thirty, thirty-five thousand dollars a year, which in New York City those are poverty wages. If you're banking thirty or thirty-five thousand dollars, that two hundred a month bill is actually going to be covered if you go into the exchanges, is going to be subsidized by government money. So the sticker price might be $200, but the actual bill you would have paid would have been a lot less. Moreover, a lot of people would have chosen simply not to pay the coverage because they're healthy. They don't want to pay the pay for health insurance. They would rather pay as they go. They'd rather take care of themselves, take care of their health. But that choice was taken away from them. And so they chose not to buy the health insurance in no small part because most servers tend to be as young as Ms. Ocasio-Cortez, who I believe is 28. They're folks in their 20s. They have, they have good health and more to the point, okay, if you know a 20-something, you know that they believe they are bulletproof and that their health will stay good forever. That, in fact, is not. That, in fact, is not the case. But the cost of insuring them at that price is largely a function of the Affordable Care Act. I do not ever hear her say in this clip that they want to remove it. Let's hold the clip right there. In fact, in fact, Ross, we'll rewind it to get back to the beginning so the people in the last segment can hear it. 
We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Good news. You are not stuck with your health care plan. Really. You have a choice, and it's a great one. It's called MediShare, and if you've heard about it and wondered what exactly it is, it's a way that people share their health care bills, and these are people who have a common faith, who want to be part of something beautiful that not only meets their health care needs, but the needs of others, too, and it's people who love to save money big time. MediShare members typically save $500 a month per family on their health care costs. That is a life changer for people, so this could be for you. Maybe it's what you've been looking for, a way to pay health care bills that's not only very smart financially, but it's even profound. MediShare is a nonprofit with 400,000 members nationwide who pray for and share with each other. So yes, you're not stuck. There's another way, and it could save you a lot. Hit star star 734 to find out how much you can save on your health care. Message and data rates may apply. That's star star 734. How much do you spend on your pest control each year? 200? 300? or even $500 or more? What if I said you could spend less than $25 a year, even less with promo code RADIO20? Then listen up. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, and yes, it is possible to read your home or business of unwanted pests for less than $25 per year. The answer is Plug-In Pest Free. Our bestseller, the Plug-In Pest Free Pro, will cover up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair dinkum. For just a one-time cost of only $249, even less with promo code RADIO20, you'll be pest-free for years to come. Log on to gopestfree.com today. Use promo code RADIO20 and start driving those pests away. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. gopestfree.com. That's gopestfree.com. Promo code RADIO20. The midterms are set to shape the future of our state, economy, and country. How might the market shift, and how will you stay informed? Start by joining us for an in-depth conversation with Larry Elder, Michael Medved, and Dennis Prager at the Battleground Talkers Tour, Thursday, October 25th at the Radisson Blue Mall of America. Join us and be actively involved in choosing our elected officials. Tickets start at only $20. Find yours at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Dreaming of a better life for your family starts with your decisions today. Hi, this is Marty Young at Online Trading Academy. We teach skills to create an income to live your life your way. Take the time to invest in you. Join us for a free investing class by dialing pound 250. Use the keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword OTA. Online Trading Academy. Radio. Come on, the show wasn't that bad. No, this is more the story of my life, not for you. (laughs) King Banyan Show, this is 1440. We're playing a little um, 
little music to go with uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her observations about how to pay for Medicare for all. I got to get to this part about the externality. I asked Ross to rewind it so that you hear it in context. Go ahead and start the clip again, please. $40 trillion is quite a bit of money. uh, And the, the taxes that you talked about raising to pay for this, to pay for your agenda only count for two. And I'm, I'm, we're going by left-leaning uh, mm-hmm. analysts. Right. Well, when you look again at, again, how our health care works, currently we pay m- much of these costs go into the private sector. So what we see is, for example, you know, a year ago I was working downtown in a restaurant. I, I went around and I asked how many of you folks have health insurance. Not a single person did because these they were paying, they would have had to have paid $200 a month uh, for for a payment for insurance that, that had an $8,000 yeah. deductible. What these represent are lower costs overall for these programs. And additionally, what this is, is a broader agenda. We do know and we acknowledge Stop. that there are political realities. Okay. Indeed, if you, could, if you could back that up about five seconds, that would be helpful. Okay. She talks about lower cost. She has yet to identify why having a having a different person pay for the insurance having a different 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 insurer somehow reduces costs why because medicare pushes down reimbursement rates as don points out on twitter the reimbursement rate uh the reimbursement rate uh it, it, medicare only pays for 80% you still have to pay the other 20 is she proposing that we would move Medicare to 100% payment? And if so, who's going to accept that payment? She never identifies how, that, how it is that costs would go down. You're simply shifting who the cost goes to. You're not actually reducing the cost in any way, shape, or form. That's just l- lunacy in my mind. Continue for these programs. And additionally, what this is, is a broader agenda. We do know and we acknowledge that there are political realities. They don't always happen with just the wave of a wand, but we can work to make these things happen. And in fact, when, we, when you look at the economic activity that it spurs, for example, uh, if you look at my generation, millennials, mm-hmm. the amount of, of economic activity that we do not engage in, the fact that we delay purchasing homes, that we don't participate in the economy and purchasing okay, cars. Stop. Where the heck is that going? We're talking about health care now because she's got this inconvenient number. She's just pivoted to something entirely different. Right? Okay. Do we have that car screech sound that sometimes we use? I mean, or, or, or the record scratch sound? Because that just sounded like one of those. That, that just sounded like the car careened into another, into, into a whole new highway. Continue as fully as possible is a cost it is a, a an externality if you will of of a unprecedented unprecedented amounts so, of student loan debt what i'm assuming i'm not going to get an answer for the other 38 trillion dollars but we'll have you back and, and maybe we can go over that okay and that's the end of the clip and that's that's anderson uh, uh basically saying yeah what, where did that go an externality is when two people make a transaction and there's an impact on a third person. Pollution is an externality. Are you actually trying to argue that that health insurance creates an externality? 
If so, you've done none, nothing of the sort to make that claim. Understand what an external cost is. Okay, an external cost is anything, any transaction between two people that has an impact on somebody, somebody other than those two people. So if I go to the paint store and I buy purple paint and I put my purple paint on my house because I was so moved by the Prince concert last night, okay, that might have an externality. My neighbors might look at it and go, ah, God, I don't want to be next to a purple house. Why would you paint it that way? But that, that's an externality. What on earth is this woman saying? Okay, I repeat, if I was one of her professors in the economics department at the university she graduated from with her degree in economics, I'd be walking around campus shaking my head like I do not. I, you know, that is not what I taught them. That is absolutely not what I taught them. Anyway, thank you for spending time with us today. Ross, thank you so much. Enjoy the last two days of Joe Maurer, if this is indeed the end of the line. And I agree with you. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. We'll be back next week for a job Saturday here on the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to 88988. Hey, have you heard about the Arctic Spas Spa Boy? What's that, eh? It's a salt system that monitors itself and chlorinates when the sanitation is low in your hot tub or swim spa, eh? Yeah, Hoser, I talked to a lot of the other guys, and they said that salt stuff doesn't work. Of course they do, because no other spa company can offer anything like it. Like 10 years ago, everyone had some kind of salt system, and they all failed. The difference is that Arctic Spas went back to the drawing board, and now they got a system that really works, eh? Hey, you know, I also heard that if you just fill the tub up with insulation, it's a better way to insulate the spa. Yeah, if that was the best way to do it, wouldn't you fill up your house with insulation, too? If you have the best insulation on the floor, walls, and roof to keep the heat in, that's what's important. Insulation. Like, that's what makes Arctic the most energy-efficient hot tub in the world. Yeah, that's a big statement, eh? It is a pretty great hot tub. Visit Premier Pool and Spa in Chanhassen today and see what makes Arctic so great for Minnesota climates. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously. PremierPools.com, eh? For tips, mix for cracks. If you're anything like me, the summer road construction did a number on your windshield this season. Hi, John Wichko, owner of Advantage Auto Glass, here to thank you for a great summer and to remind you that with cooler temperatures, those small cracks are going to turn into big ones, seriously compromising the safety of your windshield. Now's the time to take care of them and get that new windshield you've been needing all summer. 
Call Advantage Auto Glass today at 952-423-6396 and we'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives. Advantage will come to your home or work anywhere in the metro. We're a local family-owned company and a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. That means you'll get personalized service and we do all the billing all backed by a lifetime warranty. All you do is call Advantage and we'll take care of everything. And don't forget, you can schedule your appointment on our website at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. This is Dave Ramsey of the Dave Ramsey Show, heard weekdays at 5 on Business 1440, KYCR, Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media.